record for us lately which is sad um but we're happy to be here we are happy to be back uh this is the unknown subject a criminal minds podcast i'm kelsey paul and i'm kelly mcmasters parsons and today we are watching season five episode 15 public enemy yes and we cannot remember anything about this so this is going to be a fun of course not of course not you guys have been around long enough to know we don't remember most episodes well most episodes they just sort of you know they just blend into the into the whole catalog and when netflix netflix when netflix Netflix isn't helping you out with a description you know it really makes mm-hmm. it difficult, and IMDb and Criminal Minds Fan Wiki also had just a real nice generic description, and I was which like, tells me this episode's gonna be boring. Yeah, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, do yeah. we have anything we want to chat about um, up front? Ooh, I do. I want to tell you something. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> Yesterday, I was at my parents' house Mm -hmm. for our weekly Sunday meals, Mm -hmm. and my mom goes to my dad. She says, Dave, do you remember there being a serial killer (gasps) in 1977, the summer? In Pittsburgh? In the tri-state area of western Pennsylvania, eastern Ohio, I think a little West Virginia. (gasps) And she said, so my parents, 1977, my parents would have been in high school. Mm-hmm. So, like, fully with it. Fully with to it. To know what's, like, you know, like, yeah, aware. Yeah, yeah. They're not, like, toddlers, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, So, like, my mom was like, I didn't remember there being a serial killer. Like, they called it the Summer of Terror or, like, <gasps> Terror or something or something. What? Like, so this is all coming, being discussed right now because the local paper, the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, posted this article about the guy who did it and i don't remember his name because i didn't read the article yet i just let my mom tell me about it (laughs) you've done an immense amount of research for this story i have (laughs) uh he's in florida because that's where ted bundy style he got caught in florida classic uh because he started he was a trucker and was hitting the road and so you know committing crimes all across the states as they are wont to do gets to florida gets caught yep so that's where he's uh serving his life sentence okay but he's 80 now and they think that he actually killed more people than he confessed to at the time well that tends to happen So they're trying to, like, get it out of him. And, like, I guess, like, he wouldn't talk to anybody for a really long time, but he has started opening up. Oh, my God. His MO was very Golden State, except Mm. for 
he wouldn't make the husbands watch. He would Ugh. just kill the husbands right away. Oh, God. And then assault the women. The worst. Kill the women. Oh. Yeah. It. Terror summer. My parents were clueless. <laughs> Robin and Dave. They didn't know. Did your parents go to high school together? No, they did not. Okay. My mom grew up in a different town. Okay. Than my dad. So, yeah. So, neither of them were just they were just like living their lives and just the summer yeah. of 1977 just like unaware yeah. i'll have to look at the article actually and send it i'll send it to you too i would love to um, read it because i wonder like how much uh, pittsburgh was yeah. involved like how close was he i yeah. guess his home base was aliquippa which isn't super close but yeah it's not i mean relatively close I'd say Pittsburgh's the closest city to Aliquippa. Um, That's so scary. But I guess he came here and did shit. Yeah. Listen. Terrifying. My my parents went to high school and both of them grew up in Southern California in the 70s. Hotbed. Hotbed for serial killing. Hotbed. Like, I I love talking to them about it because they'll be like, oh, yeah, like, I remember that. And then they'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember this, too. I mean, we're talking all of the, uh, all the heavy hitters. We're talking Night Stalker. We're talking Golden State Killer. Hillside Stranglers. Like, everything. They remember everything. It's crazy. That's why I was so excited about this story, because you don't hear about a lot of serial killers who spent time in Pittsburgh. No. Um, We don't really have any famous serial killers, unless you believe in the concept of the smiley face killer, not the Mm -hmm. happy face killer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Two very different things. Maybe not even the smiley face killer, but there's there's a serial killer... Who not, not, the police aren't convinced that there is a serial killer, but there's a lot of internet sleuths yes. who are convinced there is a serial killer killing, like, college-age brown-haired boys. Yes. Dumping them in rivers. And then leaving a smiley face, like, somewhere right. nearby, but, like, also not nearby. <laughs> right. <laughs> which is why, right. which is why the cops are kind of like, eh. Like. Yeah. So that could be happening right now. But that's a killer who's not particularly active, because I couldn't tell you the last time someone died under those kind of circumstances. Yeah. Well, you know, we're not going out a lot. The people were... <laughs> it, might, it must be hard. I mean, it's been years. Yeah. That's true. I think it was before I was in college that the last one was murdered, so... Well, that's fascinating. Um, yeah, so I will... I'll send you that link. Um, if I can figure out how to post a link... And in the Instagram story or something, I'll post one there. Okay, okay. Um, for the public. The public. But uh, it's exciting. I'm, one, I'm, I'm interested to see if he confesses. Why? Do, why? So are they, is it just because they're like, oh, he's going to die soon? So like this is yeah. our last chance to try yeah, to get he's him to on talk? Yeah, he's on the end. He's trying. So also apparently he wants to get transferred to this prison in South Carolina because mm. it's a nicer prison. Oh, yeah. So he wants to go die in South Carolina. So if you want those kind of goods, you got to cooperate a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So they got to be careful, though, because they could find themselves down the road of the confessions killer. Right. If they exactly. Because right? he's just exactly. going to whatever he thinks that they want to hear so he can get to that cushy prison in South Carolina. Yep. So he can yep. just ride it out in just mm-hmm. his 
I was telling my mom was telling me about it and I was like oh he was such a genius for the time crossing state lines those police departments didn't talk to each other my mom goes that's exactly it and I was like Robin I have a podcast about this you know I understand (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly it (laughs) oh man that's funny um yeah similarly I think it's it's funny that you say that your your mom was uh going on a little little true crime uh bender for you uh mm-hmm. steven has been equally very into the true crime thing he's very closely following this whole gabby what's her face petito petito um if that's thing. how you say it, he, i'm not sure he is very invested in that situation which really surprised me because he doesn't normally which i mean the man went to college for like criminal investigation but he doesn't normally get swept up in the true crime thing but he is very invested he's very interested in this one and he every day he tells me like did you see a new thing happened i'm like (laughs) no i didn't see tell me about it yeah i have to be Uh, honest i'm not following it very closely i mean i like i know what i know what's going on loosely but i'm not i'm not glued to the news yeah i don't i don't know it's 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 a it's a situation where, like, the boyfriend or the fiance or whoever, if he didn't do it or if he didn't have something to do with it, he's the biggest idiot in the world. Because yeah, why would you run if you didn't have right something to do with it? Right. So, <laughs> there's that. <laughs> like, and it's also yeah. like. You came it's back also, in her, in the van, and she yeah. wasn't with you, <laughs> and yeah. it was kind of like, well, you either did something to her, or you abandoned her somewhere, and then she ended right. up dead. You know so either happened. way, you're kind of culpable for what happened. Yeah. So scary stuff, though. Yeah, there will inevitably be a Lifetime movie about it. Yeah, Stephen was like, "It's." He was like, "We'll see the leaf, the Lifetime movie like later this year." <laughs> like Rob, someone, Rob some young starlet. <laughs> yeah, and then some some young starlet will play her. Rob Lowe is in Olivia l- Rodrigo. He's in, he's Rob Lowe is in several Lifetime movies that are dedicated hmm. to true crime thing. I've seen a Lifetime movie. Um, about Casey Anthony, in which he plays the prosecuting attorney. And then... Well, he's got a face for TV attorneys. And then he played um, another one that I can't think of the name of, but it was like an older guy. I think his last name was Peterson, and I always get him... Scott not, Peterson? Not Scott Peterson, but his last name was oh. Peterson, but he was not Scott Peterson as in like Peterson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he it was like an older guy and he murdered his wife and the wife was played by Kaylee Cuoco. And I, it oh. was Yeah, it was weird. But he, it's like but they def he like they definitely put him in a fat suit, like in a belly, like in a fat belly to play mm-hmm. an older guy. Because mm-hmm. his very... body's like a microchip. <laughs> yeah, it's real. like a microchip. That is actual Rob Lowe, not just Chris Traeger. My body is like a microchip. The freaking Rob Lowe Atkins bar commercials are so <laughs> annoying. Like they say life short, eat dessert first. <laughs> I must have been thinking of that when they made the Atkins bars. 
clearly those have really <laughs> sat with you that you can just oh they're back. so annoying oh god i see them all the time I mean, <sighs> he really wants you to eat those chocolate brownie things for matt Gens. yeah with no carbs <laughs> no carbs well should we watch some criminal minds yeah i think that's all i've got for the top okay well i think that was a pretty good start um i'm ready if you're ready I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready, 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 ready. Um, Do you know what that's from? SpongeBob. Okay. Wow. (laughs) I thought you didn't watch SpongeBob, so I'm pretty surprised you knew that one. I mean, I've seen SpongeBob. I have not seen (laughs) every episode of SpongeBob, but I listen. Who has? I don't know. There's a lot. It's been on for like 20 years. I get it. I mean, it has been on for such a long time. I do remember. I remember when SpongeBob SquarePants debuted on Nickelodeon. Same. Same. Like, I have a very vivid memory of it for some reason. I don't know. Because it was exciting. I don't know why, but we all knew it was going to be something great. Uh, <laughs> I, I watched it. I don't think that that was my feeling. <laughs> I don't think that I was like, this is going to change the face of television. Like, I think... I actually think the reason that I remember it so vividly is that I had had the stomach flu and I was, I remember, I don't know about your parents, but when I was little, if I was really sick, once I got to a point where I was like, not like actively throwing up anymore, my mom would let me sit in my parents' bed and watch TV in their room because they had a TV in their bedroom. So like, Uh and so I have a distinct memory of like laying in my parents' king size bed watching spongebob for the first time for it coming on and being and i actually remember full time i remember being like i don't know about this (laughs) i loved it i loved it clearly clearly did you not have a tv in your room growing up i did on and off uh at this point i must what what happened for the offs did you get it taken away i don't remember it might have died because I had this really like oh. little, I had this little, little teeny tiny TV and it was like definitely like an old TV that my parents had had at some point and was like, whatever, we'll put it in Kelsey's room and it must have died or something and then it took a while to be able to see before I was given a replacement. Back. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. Perks of being the youngest uh, for Christmas one year. So like I had my own room and my brother shared a room. So for Christmas one year, my brother's were old enough, really, to have a TV in their room. So they got one, but then my parents also got me one. So I had my own TV that I was the master of. Nice. And you know it had a VHS player built right in. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, that bad boy. I would stick a tape in there, and I would record Whose Line Is It Anyway. (laughs) And I would, like, set the timer and be like... 10 p.m. ABC family. Gotta watch that. Whose line is it? Anyway? If I don't stay up for it, I'm recording it. Oh, that's funny. Usually, I'd stay up for it. I'd turn it down real low so my parents couldn't hear. <laughs> I'd watch that, or I'd watch Three's Company. Those are my late night faves. Oh, that's funny. Oh man, Three's Company. What a good show. Uh, come knock on our door. Come knock on our door. Okay, are we ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's Enough watch of TV. the distractions. Let's watch Criminal Minds. <laughs> All right, I'm going to press play in three, two, one. Play. Organ playing. Organ playing. Woo! Some dude's getting out of an SUV. There's a little girl. Yep. 
Do they know each other? Yes. They, she says, honey. Yeah. He they, looks like. Mommy. Uh, like a. If Jim Carrey were a wrestler. And then he goes do you, to the little girl. He's like, do you have a weight complex? And she goes, yes. Oh. That's weird. Oh, they're late to they're church. They're going to the church. They're coming in. And oh, man. Catholic? Every we every churchgoer has in a if yeah. you're a family you have been here <laughs> where you were late and you got to sneak in the back and you just sit. In Everybody the looks at pew. you. <laughs> yeah, Catholic. Dude, my family communion. always sat right up front. Who's that lady? Why do I know her? She. I've seen Tell her. In me, a she's lot in everything. Yeah, <laughs> she's in an episode of One Tree Hill that I just watched, which is why I'm thinking Ooh, about who's it. Who's this man? All right, so weird man. He's got who's... something under his belt. He's definitely our unsub because they're not showing us his face. Oh, nope. You can't have that. And she's like, he's Because like, you're a baby and the Catholics yeah, she was don't like, let babies have communion. Okay. He's babies putting... don't deserve the blood of Christ. <laughs> so the Sorry. weird guy is putting on leather gloves inside, which is not Ooh, yeah. normal. He's going to hide them fingy prints. Yep. And okay, so the mom's so the trying girl to take, wants to get rid of the doll. And she's like, I'm going to take it away. And she's like, after communion, we talk to Jesus. Oh, that's true. <laughs> we do. We talk to Jesus after communion. <gasps> Don't they talk to Jesus the whole time? Did he slit his throat? Yes. Sorry, I looked away because I wanted to see who she was. Oh, God. Ew, that's a deep gash. He the, really slid his oh, throat. Oh, the poor daughter is like freaking out. And they're like, help out. me, help me, help me. Yeah, oh, don't my God. The priest. Oh, my God. This is traumatic. And the girl's just watching him die. Oh, my God. So then the mom finally kind of scoops her up. Oh, oh, my God. This is horrible. His name's Paul. He's dying. Paul. Paul. We have a Paul again. Oh, my God. Captain Paul Are Collins, you? the third victim. Oh. Captain. Oh, she's in Paranormal Activity. Oh, okay. Her name is Sprague. Sprague. Her first name? Yeah, like Prague, but with an S at the front. Really? Yeah. What an unusual name. I know. Sprague Graydon. Or Sprague. I don't, I couldn't tell you. She was in a television show called Three Rivers. You think it was set in Pittsburgh? (laughs) I'd be surprised if it wasn't. Okay, we've got some other victims. Yeah. We are having some throats being slit. Yes, so all the victims had their throats slit, and they were all killed in public places. Like, one was killed in a laundromat, one was killed in, like, a a men's bathroom at some place, at a public place, Um, and then this most recent church murder. So this guy is brazen. He does not give a shit. No. He is a public enemy. He is a public enemy. Um, so they're saying like an unsub who is this bold, like might be going through a psychotic break because he obviously isn't like Mm. even trying to hide Mm -hmm. it. So there might be some kind of mental thing going on, but they're also saying this is some, like, this is obviously a real bad situation because he's just picking people at random. Like they can't, right. It's hard to profile. There's no victimology here. Yeah. And like, there's no victimology. Like, what are you supposed to say to people? Like, don't leave your house. Like, cause. Right. So. Well, they will say that in many years due to a global pandemic. Yes, they will. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we're in the open ceremonies, you know. Yeah, I don't know why, but these feel like really long opening ceremonies, but they're the same as always. It did feel long. It was like they added some, but they didn't. Yeah, I don't, yeah. All right, here we are. We're on the jet. Yeah, baby. 
I'm okay. feeling spicy Ooh, for the jet today. F. Scott Fitzgerald quote. Oh. Okay, so um, so Prentice is pointing out like that the knife, the fact that he's using a knife and he is slitting their throat, like that's not the most efficient way to kill people. So right, obviously, the, a gun is like, really the if most the efficient. point of what he's trying to do is like inflict the most damage possible. Like he's picked the wrong weapon, so that's probably not it. That's not right. why he's doing this. Um, okay, right. He's not like a mass killer. No, but he's a spree killer because he's killed enough people in a short period of time. He's going for shock and awe, according to Papa Rossi. Papa, Papa Rossi. Rossi. Beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) Um, All right. So Hotch is like, we're going to concentrate on these crime scenes. Mm Mm-hmm. And Rossi's like, I would love to go to church. Can I please go to the church? Yeah, you know how much I love being in a church. He's like, I love being a Catholic. I love being an Italian-American. Send me to that church. Yeah, look at me and my Italian-American-ness. We got ourselves a Princess Diana-style teddy bears, pictures, flowers, candles. Yep, it's raining. Everyone else has an umbrella. Rossi's too cool for an umbrella. (laughs) Right. He says, I don't need no umbrella. And there's a priest. Oh, there's that's that's the priest who held him as he died. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He doesn't need an umbrella either. No, the um, Lord keeps him dry. Yeah, in many ways. <laughs> God. <laughs> do you think that becomes a medical issue? What? Like, do priests get blue balls <laughs> forever? <laughs> I can truly say to you that i've never thought about it i don't know i think about it a lot as someone who's not catholic but thinks about catholic things sometimes (laughs) as an outsider (laughs) that's one of the things i think about i've it's never occurred to me i i truly i also think wow there's a lot of rules you guys have to follow just to like get inside yeah so much pomp and circumstance oh yeah (laughs) who's this Um, guy this is our local he's our local cop if you've ever These are w- such graphic photos. They're so graphic. I really feel like they've invested. Um, they must have invested new money into the into the special effects budget for the right. gore. I mean, do you think it's really that hard to make a fake throat slit? I, don't I feel know. like I could do that for like five bucks. Really? really? Yeah. This year for Halloween, I'm gonna be a partially decapitated person, okay. and I'm gonna show you my skills. <laughs> okay, I look forward to seeing that. <laughs> But only, like, adult Halloween. I will not do that in front of my nieces and nephew. <laughs> yes. Please open the door at your new house for your trick-or-treaters <laughs> with a fake blood. <laughs> that won't make your neighbors hate you at all. Yeah. Nope. Oh, dear. Ooh, all right. Some guy's lurking at some lady at a bus stop. Okay, he's got a, he's he's got got a scar a on, his on his hand. She's looking at him like, you creeper. Stop looking at yeah, me. Yeah, dude. You got to look over your shoulder at the bus stop. Mm-hmm. Oh. He's coming around. Oh, he's oh, got his, on gloves. his gloves. She's this really eyeing him up. Step away, lady. Fuck politeness away. and scoot away. Fuck politeness. Catch that next bus, man. You don't I'm need it. I'm going to be honest. He doesn't necessarily look the, like the same guy. <gasps> oh, he <laughs> takes out a switchblade, but then he doesn't do anything because the bus gets up, comes up. Oh, yeah. You can't murder her in front of all those people. No. Nope. That would be two, which is interesting because that. Ew, means, but he oh, waves. He waves like in a creepy like way. A, yeah, just the fingertips. 
Yeah. He's still like, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, so the fact, though, that he doesn't slit her throat because the bus is showing up tells me that he's not in the middle of a psychotic break because he's smart right. enough at he's least still to got know. control. Yeah, he's like, I shouldn't do this in front of this bus of witnesses. Right. I need to do it at least when no one's facing Paying attention, me. yeah. Because they were all getting communion when the other guy was murdered. Right. All right, so JJ right, here Morgan we are with, sp- with Sprague. Sprague the wet sprocket. <laughs> What's um, that called? <laughs> So the when they were walking up, there were, like, all of these, like, media outlets and cameras and stuff outside of their house, which, like, Oh, and their daughter gross. can't stop noticing it. Like, what is the point Okay, of you that? close that sheer curtain? Yeah, Why don't like, you twitch, twist the like, blinds yeah, shut? Yeah, shut the blinds. But it's also, like, that is always gross when the media does that, when it's like, let's just camp yeah. outside of their house. Like, this family is going through literally the worst thing that's ever happened to them, and we're going to sit outside like, their what's house. Like, m- what's it matter that... Like, there's not going to be anything juicy coming in and out of that house. Well, right. It's like, yeah, you know? what is the point? Like, what is your end game? What are you going to get? Like, a photo what, of one of them You're going to get a picture crying? of her? Like, yeah. she didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. So she, um, she's okay. a little She's upset. upset. Well, yeah, a lot upset. Um, And she definitely, like, doesn't want to talk to them. And she was like, she's just like, I, I know you have a job to do, but, like, I've got some shit that I got to deal with and I can't talk right. to you. Well, she didn't see anything. Like there's literally not like she right. wasn't, she wasn't facing him when it happened. Like, right. It literally just happened. And she says one moment he wasn't there. And then one moment he was. So they're going to do a cognitive, I bet. Yeah. Um, All and right. We're going over this, the series of events. Uh, yep. Rossi's asking the priest while JJ and Morgan are asking the wife. Yep. No one knows when he walked in. Um, kind of. S- and the priest in. says, like, he's like, I know all of my parishioners, like, personally. So he was like, I am surprised that, like, I didn't notice him when he walked in because, right. like, a stranger coming you were in. busy, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. You Blood were giving body, baby. Yeah. So Rossi's like, could you see the family when they sat down? And the priest says, no. And then he's like. And then he says, let yourself off the hook, father. Yeah. He's like, if you couldn't see the family, then you wouldn't be able to see the killer. So there's nothing that you could have done to prevent it. Yeah. Um. So she's definitely getting upset because she can't really answer their questions because Morgan was like, was he there before communion? Was he there after communion? And she's like, I don't know. Like, I can't. Yeah. Which, like, I, that's okay. so frustrating. <laughs> oh, the, the little, little girl, girl says she shook his hand. Yeah, she dude, says, passing that peace. Yeah, when she was saying peace be with you, and she shook, shook his hands. hand. Oh, the mom's oh. upset about that. And she goes, oh, yeah, that's right. She's right. During the sign of the peace, he touched my baby. Ew. Yeah, he did. That's gross. So JJ's like, hey, let's go in this room. Yeah. And Morgan's got to deal with the wife who's like, yeah, she's oh, kind of, kind of touched her. Out. This is creepy and gross. I hate it. Yep. 
So they're like, tell me what happened during communion. This is really boring. I'm not going to lie. It is boring. Like, when are we going to get to something more interesting here? They're really drawing this process out of them. And I don't know why. Getting information. So now we're seeing Rossi. He's like sitting and then standing. Yeah, is he about to genuflect? Sitting and then standing. Now he's sitting again. Oh, he's sitting in behind them. Yep. So we're seeing. Right. We got to take the baby. Take the baby. She's being weird about the baby. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We got to take that baby doll away. And they're like, come on, you're doing great. JJ's really making sure she's doing okay. Yeah. This is boring. Now that you've pointed out how boring it is, I can't (laughs) unfeel how boring it is. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I don't either. Because they're breaking down like. Sentence like, by we sentence. We all saw it. Yeah, it's we like we witnessed it. Why do I need to hear two different people tell the story and yeah. Rossi relive it? Yeah, this is just too much. And then yeah. Rossi pretends to slit the throat. He gets and he up like, and he calmly walks, walks out. And she's like, "I need a break." They're like, "Okay, go take." We learned nothing from that. Nothing. <laughs> Literally We just nothing. rehashed the first five minutes of the show again. Nothing. <sighs> um, so JJ's like, I'd like to stay here with her. Like, maybe if she thinks of something, if I'm here, like, she can tell me about it. And Morgan's like, this guy is patient. Ooh, like, he's, patient. he's not in the middle of a psychotic break. Like, he's right. methodical. What is he doing? Yes, JJ, what's he trying to accomplish? I don't no know. one knows. Yeah, me either. Up. Oh, no. oh, cool shot of Prentice opening the laundry machine. Yep. Some might call it a dryer. <laughs> She's pretending to do the drying. Some might call it a dryer. You are correct. Um, okay. All right. Local so detective. So if the machines were on, Prentice would not hear local cop detective Moreland walk mm-hmm. up. So we're walking through the process now at the laundromat of how, like, there's no cameras inside or outside of the building. If all the machines were on, she wouldn't hear them approach. There's no cameras anywhere. So So, these attacks are planned. Yep. So basically, she's coming to the exact same conclusion that Morgan did, which is that he is super methodical. He's planning this out. And yeah. He's not fetishizing his weapon. He leaves the knife behind every time. Oh, so he gets a He's new getting one. a new knife anytime he wants. Interesting. They carry them at army stores, so we got to go to Ralph's Army Surplus. Is that a national thing, or just is there just one here? Have you ever heard of Ralph's? Yeah. Army Surplus? Okay. I didn't know if it was a chain or not. I think it must be. All right, so... The world's saddest chain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so now Rossi's Rossi, at the laundromat. He just like walked in, like he's just owns the place, and he's like he's Look attacking. He's attacking. You see the whale? I see the whale. What an interesting <laughs> art motif for a laundromat. <laughs> I like it. It's like a big whale mural on the back of the wall. Yeah, straight up a scene out of Finding Nemo. All right. Okay, he's so destroying landmarks in Providence. This laundromat is a landmark. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Is this laundromat? He's scarring like- places everybody knows and goes to. Okay. You know, your iconic local laundromat. Okay, that feels like a stretch. Was there a third victim? Like, Yeah, he another- was in the public bathroom somewhere. <laughs> and then this bus stop where he almost murdered someone? Yeah, see, that doesn't make sense. Okay, neighbors come out. 
place of worship turns into a crime so scene. there's i get the church thing like yeah like a church is a community place like people are gonna be upset that something terrible happened at a church but i don't understand how that connects to a fucking laundromat no literally anywhere any of the other crime scenes so rossi is saying that he is able to relive the crimes because he's doing them in really public places and then like the community is taking notice so now we're seeing a bunch of cops at a Are- diner, and they're like... I don't know why this is cracking me up. I never <laughs> see shit like this in real life. They're just like just all... Just a there's row like of cops at the lunch counter. Five of them at the lunch counter, eat, drinking their coffee, reading the newspaper, being like, oh man, not, not oh, a church. it's him. There he, he is. The unsub's the one serving them. He works at the diner. Okay. He's taking a smoke he break sees, outside. Who is that? Rush the bus. Oh, he must be, he, that must be right across the street from the police department. Oh. The station. Rossi just parked in a fire lane. He really did. That's rude. That is rude. Yep. So he works at a diner that is right across from the police station and is frequented by cops, obviously. Oh, now who are we? Are we the little girl again? Yeah, now we're seeing Sophie. She's playing tea with JJ. Oh, and of course, JJ is very good at it she's because she's it. amazing. Mm-hmm. I just want this on repeat. <laughs> this is more interesting JJ play than with the kids. last <laughs> 20 minutes. Okay, we're talking about Miss Muffet. Is Miss Muffet the baby? Is Miss Muffet Oh, that was actual TV. Oh, JJ says Sophia's tea is better. Spot on, JJ. And Such of course, a- the mom knows that JJ has kids. Yeah, and she's like, I do. I have a boy. Oh, Sophia's oh, first communion. Oh, her first communion was supposed to be next gra- next week. Oh. What do you do at a first communion? Why are they saying you'll do great? You just eat it, right? <laughs> or do you got to, like, do something? <laughs> There's a little more Do you have to, like, say a thing? Um, no, it's just, like, a bigger deal is made of it. Like you all, when Uh I had my first communion, all of the kids that were getting their first communion with me, we all got to sit in like the first two pews and like everybody sits and waits and watches you do it. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Oh boy. That baby's hair is nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Although, (laughs) Kelly keeps saying baby. It's not a live baby. It's a baby doll. No, it's a baby doll. (laughs) But the hair was nuts. It was. <laughs> they dug that out of a warehouse somewhere at CBS, being like, we need a baby doll. Does anybody have a baby doll out of the prop department? It was okay. truly like freaking Cynthia. <laughs> it was. Uh, so <sighs> the mom is asking JJ, like, do you think he's stalking us or watching us? And JJ says, we think he probably revisits the crime scenes, but I don't know that he's like coming to your house or anything. Ooh, they're trying to think of him as an arsonist rather than a slasher. Right, because he's getting because off he's on the into public the public's spectacle. reaction. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they have lots of other killers that get off on the spectacle. Oh, and for they don't sure. Compare them to arsonists. This is a weird thing. But also, I still, they're like, his locations have been pillars of the community. Someone explain to me how this whale <laughs> fucking laundromat is a pillar of the community. Oh. oh, now he's at like a, there's like a farmer's market. We're, like, yeah, we're at a little festival here. He's yeah. always lighting cigs, man. Always. We got to rush the butts on rush this one. Rush the butts. 
still with that slash. He picks locales with high visibility. Okay. Striking fear into the neighborhood. I mean, like, people go to laundromats, but, like, like, when I lived in Dormont, it was a one-square-mile town, and there were, like, five laundromats just within that one square mile. It's not like there was the local mat that we went to. Like, you had your pick. Yeah, they're really, like, (sighs) hammering in on this. He's, like, an arsonist thing. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah, that's stupid. He's he's watching a lady. There's something wrong with him because he does like to kill. Well, right. Arsonists don't kill. Literally, local detective just made that point. Like he was like, arsonists don't try to hurt people. They just like to watch shit burn down. They're just pyromaniacs. Like I get it. (laughs) Can relate. He's really approaching this lady. He's He's like stalking this lady. Okay, it's a messy visual act. Yeah, man. Yeah. It does create attention, just, just like, like a, a fire. fire. They're really... God, let I'm go, you guys. annoyed by this. Okay, so Oh, this... nope, we're at some guy. Oh, it's the lady's buying flowers from the yep. guy. Yeah, she's like, oh, are Ooh. these organic? I have never once like, thought about what whether a, or not my flowers ahead of are the times. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's ahead of the times with his glasses being clear. And she's <laughs> ahead of the times with organic flowers. She is... Uh oh, here he comes. He's approaching. He's putting Clubs on his gloves. On. Oh no. Oh, there's the knife. Out comes the switchblade. He has self control. Yes, he does. Oh god. So here's my question. If he slits her throat in the middle of this farmer's market, like he's got a lot of people he has to get through to be able to get away. Right. Is like, that why he drops the knife? Oh, so yeah, that there's so they're like not like, nothing. oh, there's a dude with a knife. Like, he just blends Right, he in. just, like, shuffles into the crowd. Okay, Potch is getting a call. I bet it's that there's yeah. been an attack. Oh, it's JJ. Yeah, JJ News goes. News crews are leaving the Collins' house. Yeah, because yep. he Potch killed again. Like, he killed again. Farmer's market. The, the press you know, are on their way. They'll the, feed his the ego. The farmer's He'll market want that to is stay the pillar much. of the community. I mean, I, okay, a farmer's market I get. I'm not going to say it's a pillar of the community, but it's like a community. Yeah, I just feel like we're throwing around like this idea of like a community, like central place. (laughs) We're using the term a little loosely here. Yeah. You do it at like City Hall. Yeah. A park, like a beloved park. Or like a school. Like, I don't know. A school. Good point. A school. Dude, you slash the principal's throat. Someone's taking notice. Yeah, like at the high school, especially if there's only like one high school in town. Yeah, you go to, like, a football game, slash yeah. throat. Mm. So JJ is like, hey, to, she, she's still hanging out at this family's house. Right. And JJ has to leave? Yeah, she has to go. Yeah, she's getting team. her coat. She says bye to the daughter. Something's bye, creepy about those two. About the mom and the daughter? Yeah. Yeah. I'm creeped out. Oh, Rossi's talking to the unsub. I bet it was that stabber. <laughs> I feel like that's And Rossi's such... like, what stabber? Yeah. I just feel like that's such a weird way to say it. That stabber. Oh, and then Rossi's oh. like, yep, it's him. Like, oh, what? Oh, that's a little bit of a leap. That took two seconds. It can't be him. There's no way it's him. This is a misdirect. Okay. Prentice can't find the knife. Ooh. Okay. 
Interesting. Okay, so here comes JJ. I mean, that was just so unbelievably fast. The first man he stands next to? Yeah, the first man that he stands next to, he's like, oh, that stabber. Oh, it's you. Okay, JJ's like, we can't run this locally. Don't give him a name. Yeah, you know, all that stuff JJ normally says. And then the lady's like, am I making this for full access? Making this deal? And she's like, just leave the (sighs) FBI out of it. Just talk about the Providence PD. Providence PD. The PPD. PPD. Oh, he didn't (gasps) kill the lady. He killed the man. Do you think he... Wait, he did kill ladies, right? He did kill one woman. But most of them have been men. Yeah. Maybe the woman was the trigger. Ooh, interesting. And so he always kills a man who's next to a woman. And then... Like, stalks the woman, kills the man. We'll see. I don't know. All right. Guy probably has a lot of blood on him. Oh, so she says that she turns around and somebody was, like, screaming, trying to get everyone to notice that this person had been stabbed. So was it him? Was it the unsub? Like, he was mad that nobody noticed? He knew he would be bloody this time. Right, because he got super close to the victim. that's why he played up. That's why he played it up. Interesting. Citizen EMT. Citizen medic? Oh. He's not content. He needs to be part of the crime scene. So he was... So we have to establish Establish a perimeter. perimeter. Every cop needs to be in sight of one another. And the guy's like, why? He's still here. So who was that other guy? Just some Yahoo that Rossi profiled. And then he took him away? Where did he go? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Yep, there he is. We see the real unsub now. Yep, he's, like, hiding. Oh, he's going to kill this cop. Oh, that cop's going to get slit. Yep, so the cop goes into the oh, dark. Oh, it's Connor. Who's oh. Connor? That guy. Oh, right, because the cop knows him because he's like, oh, you work at the diner. And he and he's like, oh, I got to go back to the diner. Yeah. And he's like, no, you can't. Like, you got to come with me. Yeah, you got to stay here. And he's like, you know, playing the buddy-buddy thing of like, oh, like, you, you have to tell Sal while what? I'm late. Oh, my God, he stabs him in the neck. Oh, he really goes in. Oh, Stabby, God. stabby. Ugh. Ain't no throat slit. Now he's losing his cool. Oh, yeah. And that cop is just laying there dying, and no one is noticing. Don't you have, like, a button you can push? Do they not have, like, life alerts on cop suits? Cop suits? Um, They should have, like, a a button you can push that's just like, I'm down. I can't use my radio. I don't know. I know that they do have that on firefighters. So, like, if a firefighter, like, passes out and, you know, is alone, something, an alarm goes off that they aren't moving. But I don't... They need that for cops. Yeah. All right. This kill doesn't fit the pattern. Right. Yeah, we sense. know. Because he panicked. It was a self-preservation murder. Yeah. And he's like, this doesn't fit his <sighs> Yeah, MO. there's no audience. Yeah, there's no, no cutting. It was just straight He doesn't stabbing. kill people behind buses. So now he's looking for another victim, probably. Yep. We've got our list of locations. All right. So, like, hello, is this diner that he works at a pillar of the community? Maybe. It's a pillar of their community. Yeah, the cop community, because that's where they go have lunch. 
And then Hotch is like, the story is too much about your officer. We need to put it back on the unsub so he's getting his attention. They're going back to their <sighs> arson thing, which I still feel like yeah. is a really weak connection. How would the unsub react to one of his buildings not burning? He'd be compelled to finish the job. Hmm. So Rossi is suggesting that we sort of reclaim one of the crime scenes, which is going to piss him off. So he's like, the church is perfect. Like, if we celebrate this. Right. He killed a soldier there. Right. So they're like, if the whole community comes back together for the funeral and they make a big deal about the church opening back up. Like, like he'll come out. He'll be obligated to come out. Right. Because he's going to be mad. Oh, and they want to get afraid. they want to get the wife to come out and make a statement. Ooh, that's a lot. Because to ask. that will really bring the community out and together. But we know that that wife is going through it. <laughs> the look on Prentice's face is like, this seems like a bad idea. Dude, is Garcia even working in this? No, episode? we saw her for 2.5 seconds. Where is she? Yeah, what did she even do? All right, so they give a statement, a pre-written statement to the wife. Meg. Meg. And um, JJ is JJ's like, like you'll be protect protected you. the whole time. The yep. killer's probably going to be watching on TV. And she's like, I don't want to fucking do this. And then JJ's like, we need you. And she's like, no, oh. I have a kid. Yeah, I'm all about the kid. Paul gave enough. I've given enough. Leave us alone, lady. Once again, like we've talked about this before in other episodes where they ask a victim's family member to do something like this. And it's just like, that's so like wildly inappropriate. And I don't yeah. imagine like a world where that would be a real thing that you would be like, okay, we're going to put you as bait. <laughs> I don't want to like assume what kind of like person i'd be if i were in that scenario but i think i'd probably corroborate or cooperate yeah i mean like i guess if you're told like you doing this is going to catch your you know spouse's killer then you would probably be willing to do it yeah like i'd be annoyed and think it's weird but i think i'd do it (laughs) i'm not sure i don't want to say i don't know (sighs) All right, so they're making the connection that he's paying attention to what cops are saying. And what the fuck is happening? So we're at the diner, and they're just pouring booze out of a flask into coffee cups. And then the fucking unsub is pouring coffee into the cups. Oi. It's like, you guys, you don't even realize you're celebrating your your co-worker with the man who killed him. We'll get this bastard for you, Joe. And the guy's like, oh, is the FBI going to help you with that? And they're they're like, like, we we don't don't need a profile. Also, okay, so they're like, they call talking shit. He runs away like a little rat. Oh, there she is. Garcia. Okay. White males, 25 to 30. Okay. Closer to their moms than their dads. All right, we're looking for a single mother household. Classic. Okay, probably got into some shit when he was young. She's gonna find him. Thank you, boys. Okay, this looks like something. What do you have? Connor O'Brien. There he is. She hit it out of the park right away. Dad went to prison. 
Ooh, he did set fires. Okay. Oh, wait, what? No, his his father was an arsonist. Oh. And he testified against his dad. Oh. And then they're like, hey, he's at this cafe. Yep. Boom, boom, boom. Cops so are come in, room. and like the other cops are like, "What? We're just drinking our booze coffee. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, what? We're not drinking on the job. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, so he's gone. Then, yeah, of course he is. And he's like, "We poured one out for Lydia. We're done with our shift." And the local detective is like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> okay, so they disparaged him. Yep. All right, they're going to his apartment now. He will not be there. He won't be there. He's going to be at the church with someone's neck in his arm. Ready to slice. Because they, you know, were making fun of him and being like, oh, he's a loser. He's like a gutless vermin. So he's going to have to go prove himself. Yeah. All right. We're yelling. No, he's he's not not in there. Come on. We can all save some time here. Exactly. He's not coming back. No way. He's done. He's He's going to make his his last last stand. stand. Mmm. That oh, means he might do suicide something. by cop. Oh, all the news All the coverage. articles about his mom's death. Oh. Aha. Oh, oh And then just a stash of knives. Oh, so he definitely hated his dad. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of hate. Okay, so he can't go after the dad. So he's going after places that remind him of his dad. Okay, not so pillars of the community. Nothing to do with pillars of the community. That makes so much more sense. Billy O's is <laughs> what I guess his dad's nickname was. Oh, his arsonist okay. nickname, Billy O's. Oh. oh, his sentence was reduced. The sentence was reduced one month ago. That's so that probably our stressor. trigger. There it is. Mm-hmm. Why would he do this to get back at his father? Somebody's got to pay. Oh, he's at a library. he's at the library. Didn't see that one coming. No, I thought he'd go back to the church. All right, he's a little kid. He's going to connect to that kid emotionally. Yep. Oh, we're flashing back to his dad. He's like, you're waking him up. (laughs) This can't be real. Okay, there we go. This is a dream. Like a flashback dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's just kind of laying there like, oh, what? Mom's dead, I guess. Yep. So he keeps seeing his dad. Like, he's flashing oh. back to his dad in places. And then this dad. Oh, that kid wasn't really there. Okay. He's hallucinating. So basically his dad was a dick. Yep. Oh, dear. He oh, sees and then there's a mom with the kid. With a little boy in his stroller. He's He's eyeing up the kid. kid, They're just looking right at each other. Yep. He puts on his gloves. He Uh gets out his knifey knife. Oh, God. Like, right out in the open. Well, yeah. He's got to prove that he's a tough guy. He doesn't give a shit. Yep. All right. He killed again. Oh, no. Where? Library. Mother was found next to her crying baby. Oh. And they still haven't found the knife. So they're saying he's going to keep it now because he's like, the knife is a Yeah, memento. it's like his thing. It's like his thing. was. <laughs> yeah. He's going to keep revisiting crime scenes, they say. Okay. 
Um, so the team is like, keep trying to resuscitate the mom at the library and then tell the press that mm. she made it. That seems fucked up because she did This does seem a little fucked up, but I understand this. I understand. Here. So they're going to make it seem like she's still alive to try to the, draw the unsub to either the vigil or the hospital or something. Because right. he can't leave like that unfinished. Yeah. Oh, but here All right, comes the wife Meg. is here, Mrs. Collins. What's she doing there? Like, What's up, she's girlfriend? like, I'm ready. I'll do it. She says, the woman oh. who was just attacked, was, she was a mom. And they're like, yeah, she was. Ooh. So now she feels guilty because she wasn't going to help. Yep. Mm-hmm. She was protecting Sophia. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, someone else's Sophia yeah. doesn't have a mom anymore. Yep. You think she All adopts right. that kid? So they're showing up to the hospital and they're making like a big to do in front of the press about like the fact that this woman is going to be brought to the hospital and all this stuff. Yeah. And so he sees it on the TV because he's at a convenience store. He's in a convenience store. Look at those snacks. I was just looking at them. They had so many (laughs) Cheez-Its. Yeah, the Cheez-Its. So he's asking for a pack of smokes, but he also wants the TV to be turned up. So it says what it, so the newscaster is like, oh, it appears to be a rescue attempt. Like she survived. She's being brought into the hospital. Oh, they're going to parade her dead body out That's there. That's horrible. I feel Yeesh. like cuz like how does that work with notifying the family then? Like you have yeah, to tell them we that used you your wife it? as a prop. Right. So Uh, so Hodge makes a huge show of it. Like, he's at the door, like, we need a five-car escort, blah, blah, blah. And now Meg is making a statement. Okay. And she's like, I'm asking everyone to support the latest victim. She's fighting for her life right now. This is sick. It is sick because, like... I just keep coming back to, like, have they told her fa- Like, what are they going to tell her family? Yeah, where's the kid? Because they're going to be like, oh, she was maybe going to live. And it's like, no, nah, she was already dead. We were faking that. Or do you think they never tell the family that? I don't know. They run with this lie. That's fucked up. All right, we're... <laughs> yeah. We're all at right. the vigil. Yeah, so now there's, like, a vigil, of course. Cops prowling all around. So they're expecting him to show up there. And he probably will. Yeah. I can't tell if I think the local cop is hot or not. <laughs> He's good looking. In yeah. Kind of a... I think he would do better with like a different hairstyle. Like yeah. more hair. Oh, there he is. Yeah, he's like running at the vigil. Yep. So the one cop is like, I see him. Local hottie is looking around. Local hottie. <laughs> there he is. Yep. Go, go, roll it now. Go, go, go. But he runs. Now we're going to make this big scene at what people think is a vigil oh. for a dying woman. Hit <gasps> <gasps> by a car. Taxi. Is that a cop taxi? I bet there's a cop in the taxi. You think? No. That no. just looks like a taxi. <laughs> Why would there be a taxi running around? Ugh, so Connor is like screaming, being like, she has to be dead. There's no way she survived. Mm-hmm. We know why you came. And she's like, and he's she's like, she's dead, dead right? right? And they're like, fuck you. What are you smiling at? And he's like, oh, they treat he's cop like, killers like kings in prison. Like, no. And then the local cop's like, you gotta see how we treat you at the station first. 
It's like, I mean, I feel like prison is the more important place for that man now. <laughs> yeah. It's his new home. He's going to be at the station for like a night. Yeah. <sighs> he murdered all those people just to one up his father. Okay. They're all signing a card now. Ooh, wide birth. So, whatever. They're talking about his dad. Apparently, his dad was a son of a bitch. Whatever. Yeah, classic. Yep. The adult version of a bully. Yeah, lots of ways sons defeat... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Hotch says there's lots of ways sons defeat their fathers, and Regis smiles and goes, I just keep getting PhDs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, read. Okay. Oh, she's getting her first communion. There, there she is. is. That, are you having flashbacks? Yeah, this is what it's like. Which dress in that lineup is most like the one you wore? Not that ugly fucking one in the front. <laughs> oh, God. Did you wear the a The one veil? behind Sophia looked a little bit like mine. Okay. Mine had little puffy sleeves. Mm. I did have a veil. Oh, look a, at that laundromat. It's it hopping. a big old bow on the top of it. Would you do your laundry at the murder laundromat? No, I don't think I would. <laughs> All right, we're at the diner. We're going to put up a picture of Liddy. Yeah. There he is holding Officer the football Liddy. like a real man. Like a real man. <laughs> Everybody shakes Handshakes hands. Handshakes all around. They all shake hands like, we're so proud of ourselves for hanging that photo. Yeah, at this diner. There you know, she is. She's got her hands in prayer she's position. She's ready. Oh, she waves at her she's mommy. getting that communion, girl. She's like, this tastes like shit. Tastes like the worst cookie you've ever had. <laughs> Does it, what does it taste? Is it sweet, savory, No, or it flavorless? tastes like literally nothing. It tastes like if you put a piece of computer paper in your mouth <laughs> and sucked on it for a minute. I feel like I've told you before, but at my church, my great aunt made the communion bread and it was straight up sugar cookies. Yeah, no, there is not a cookie. Oh, so Jesus tastes like sugar cookies. She opens her card that they signed for her. Does it have a check in it or a ticket? Uh, yeah, she gets it's a check. It's a big old check. Wow, five hundred dollars! Dollars, hell Rossi, yeah! Rossi, you could pay more. You could have done better. <laughs> you are a millionaire. Author. Why do I feel like dude's about to be stabbed with yeah, a shank? Yeah, so now we're seeing the prison. Oh no, he's about to stab someone oh, else. He's gonna shank his dad. <gasps> oh, oh man! He cuts in he line. Does. There's his dad. He just goes, "Hey, hey dad." dad. And oh, Dan's fuck. there. He goes, well, well, well. Stab him. Ooh, he says, does your mother know you're here? Sick joke, dad. <gasps> stabby, 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 right daddy. <laughs> Where just is watches. anyone? Yeah, no pol- no uh, prison guards whatsoever. Huh. <sighs> that was full circle. I, it, you know, it was. Not full circle, but just like very tied up at the end. <laughs> I would say... It um, it starts off weak. It gets better in the end. Yeah, boy, oh boy, did I not want to sit through that freaking scene, that but reenactment yeah, of the murder. Really he murders so many people throughout the episode. Yeah, and yet we had to sit through that at the beginning. Oi. Yeah, it they they made that into too big of a thing that it needed to be. We didn't need it. It really slowed the whole we episode down. It. They and didn't then, do a good job this episode. No, it's not a it's not a great episode. I mean, I think it had potential, but 
they lost got, me in a few yeah. places. Yeah. <laughs> so the arson thing, yeah. like they keep, they just kept harping on it of like it's like arson, it's like arson, it's like arson. And to your point, we've had plenty of other unsubs who kill for the spectacle of it. And yeah. they've never made that connection before. The bros who record it, like, that's all they're in it for. Exactly. They're they're looking to relive it, and they're looking to live off of the pain that they leave behind. Like, it's not unusual. No, it's not. So, yeah, I think, in the end, I think it was interesting what it ended up sort of being about, which was that he was trying to, like, one-up his horrible father. Yeah. But they needed to get there in a different way. I don't know. It's a weak episode overall, but I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't great. And like all these chummy cops just hanging out at their little diner, pouring one out for Liddy. Well, I mean, that was like the most interesting thing or the most compelling thing. This idea that he's right under their noses and yeah. he ha- they have no idea. But which probably contributed to his getting off on the crime. Right. Like he's Absolutely. getting away with it. But it just it was a little all over the place. It was. Not great. And no team member really shown. I guess JJ no. kind of. JJ a little bit, yeah. With her with her empathy and her connecting to this widow yeah. and her kid. But But like other than that, meh. 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 I just keep getting PhDs. <laughs> yeah. Dorky little read. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, not the best. No. Not my favorite. I have... I just don't have much to say about it. No. It's not really... Really falls it. flat after last week's wild ride. <laughs> with what's-his-face. Yeah. You just yeah. can't... You can't keep up with murdering ladies in your trunk when your kid's in the front oh. seat. Oh. With the kids in the car. The- <laughs> uh well are you first i don't know but i'll go first okay i think i'm first maybe i think you are too okay this week i'm gonna recommend a beverage okay so if you live somewhere that has the fine swedish retailer ikea I know exactly what you're gonna record. What you're gonna yeah? Recommend. I put it in my story, and I'm really glad you are because Stephen and I had some questions. Please go on. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so I am recommending. I don't. I'm not gonna say the Swedish name a because I don't have the bottle in front of me. B I couldn't say it. <laughs> but you know how if you go to IKEA, you know everything's called a schmergerg, like everything, <laughs> top to bottom, <laughs> towels, furniture, to the food that they sell. Is all called something else. Uh, so, what I'm recommending is the sparkling pear drink. Now, I first experienced this when I was in the cafeteria at Ikea. Cassie and I went. We've gone many times recently as we have bought a house and we needed more furniture. <laughs> so, one time we were there, we went to the cafeteria to get some food and we got a drink and they don't serve, you know, they don't they're not serving Coke, Pepsi, Dr Pepper. No. That would be too boring. They're serving their name brand drinks. Mhm. Of course. Uh so you can get like 
blackberry, hibiscus, blah, blah, blah. You know, those kind of things. Yeah, Fruity, yeah, yeah. florally stuff. But one of them's pear. And listen, I love pear. It's an underrated fruit and an underrated flavoring. Okay. So I love pear things. The freaking juicy pear Rita's is so good. It's one of my faves. Fair pear enough. jelly beans, so good. Ugh. I love pear. <laughs> I love pears. <laughs> so I got this pear drink. And it like said on the sign, it was like, we've lowered the sugar on all of our drinks and sodas. And I was like, shit, this is a health drink now. Like, I'm all in. We sit down. Like, Cassie got like the lemon drink. And I was like, boring. <laughs> The pear drink was superior. The lemon drink tasted like nothing. But the pear drink is just like a delightful mix of bubbles, pear, still a lot of sugar. I <laughs> so, would imagine. So after we enjoyed that beverage, then it was like, let's go find some and buy it. Well, like we couldn't find any in the little grocery section as we were leaving the store that time. But we went again last weekend and Cassie found it and she loaded up our cart with bottles aka we bought two <laughs> i was gonna say how many did you buy <laughs> we bought two and so i dipped into it the other day i i put it in the fridge chilled it dipped into it it's so good i was like how much sugar is in this now one serving has ready drum roll 37 grams still so much sugar <laughs> Oh, that's no. insane. How much was in it before, Kelsey? That's more than like Mountain Dew. <laughs> I don't know. It's insane. How much sugar is in a Mountain Dew? I think like less. I don't wow. know. Maybe like 50 milligrams or grams. Um, but it's a lot of fucking sugar. But a serving is half a bottle. That's insane, too, to oh. me. That's so I lot. didn't have a whole serving. Those bottles look big. Right. It's like a wine bottle. Yeah. And the wine bottle's supposed to be four glasses. Well, anyway, I made <laughs> I made myself a tasty little pear drink cocktail as okay. well. So, like, I often, I'll drink it plain, but I made a little cocktail the other day because we have some flavored liquors. Not liquors. Liquors. Just straight up liquor. Uh, so, we have a dragonberry rum that I poured in oh. there. It's a clear rum. And it was, uh, like, fruity bright bubbly it was really good okay um i really enjoyed it like a genuinely good drink not like a k-max special just like actually good I a like k-max K special K-Mac is just like me throwing whatever the fuck i want in a glass and it's usually something <laughs> and with then grapefruit. tequila <laughs> yeah oh yeah i have grapefruit juice right now i could do some um but it's really good just straight up but also with bacardi's dragonberry rum interesting um it's really, really good. I don't know. It well, comes I'm... in a bottle like a wine bottle. <laughs> it does. I saw the picture. I um, am glad. So that... please lay on your questions. You, well, you answered all of my questions. The main, oh, I did. The main question I had was just like, what the fuck is that? Because I didn't, I'll be mm. honest, I didn't know that they sold beverages at Ikea. Dude, you're now you're going to notice it if you ever go again. Um, So that was my main thing. Steven's main question was, is it alcoholic? Now I know that it is no. not, but you can add your own and it's pleasant. Right. It is. So I It is very pleasant. Be sure to tell I them. think probably all of their carbonated fruit drinks would probably be really good mixers. I no, would bet. Even the shitty lemon? Even shitty lemon probably has its soulmate <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> it's I liquor bet. soulmate. 
I don't know how much it costs because I just swipe my card indiscriminately when we go to Ikea because we need <laughs> what we're buying there. Yeah. Um, no no need to worry about how much it costs. No. It's not going to change I the imagine outcome. it's probably like a little bit more expensive than like a Martinelli's, but like along those lines. Yeah. All right. If But I know not everybody lives near an Ikea. One of the reasons we go a lot is because where Cassie's from, there's no close Ikea. Like, they were between Pittsburgh and, I guess, Cleveland has an Ikea. Okay. Um, So there aren't Ikeas everywhere. So if you don't live near an Ikea and have never been, I'm sorry. You can order it online. (laughs) It's a different experience going to the store, though. It really is. And I'll tell you, I'm sick of it. (laughs) At this point, you've been a lot. I've only been physically inside an Ikea maybe twice. How dorky do is this? We used to go for fun when I was in high school. That's not dorky. Yeah, we would like Steven and I used to go to play Costco in the for rooms. Fun. <laughs> there, if you scroll back on my Facebook, you'll find whole photo albums that are just from our IKEA trips. Listen, you got to do what. You and you know do. what I would do? I would take. They have those little paper or tape measures. Yeah, I would wrap them around my head like I was a cool ninja. Oh my god! And then you know you pretend to type at the computer. Yeah, that's what I did when I was 16. It was like an adventure, though, because the Ikea in Pittsburgh is on the opposite side of the city from where I grew up. Yeah, that's far. So it was like a hike. It's a hike now again. We lived a lot closer before. But it would be like an adventure, like, oh, we're going to drive on the parkway. We're going to drive through the city. Like, and then you get on the other side of the city and there's the Ikea. Ikea. And then there's like an Eaton Park real close. We would go to that Eaton Park. Hey, I mean... Where own. we would see our favorite waitress, Bev. 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 Bev made us mini milkshakes a lot up in Moon Township. Yeah. So well, that's that my wreck. That's a fun one. I highly wreck it. She highly wrecks it. I love Pear. <laughs> <laughs> and Pear is an underrated flavoring. A hot take. It from really is, guys. The Pear jelly bellies am i right i am i don't i only need i only need a handful of flavors toasted marshmallow pear yeah watermelon sometimes and cotton candy if they have it sorry i just yawned i apologize you say only sometimes to the watermelon i thought watermelon was like your fave watermelon is one of my faves i'm literally drinking a watermelon cider right now um but you can get water, like you can get watermelon in almost anything these days. You can. It's a very popular. But like flavor. a pear flavored thing, I'm not. You're not getting a pear slushy. Have you ever had the pear um, Angry Orchards? Yeah, dude. A pear cider, I fucks with. I okay. love a pear cider. Love a pear cider. I love, love pear. <laughs> I love pear. I do. Yeah. <sighs> Well, thank you. For You're welcome. Your pear, I'll wrap it up on pears. pears over here. <laughs> I'd love to hear a fun fact if you've got fact? one to share. I do. I got just a little quick one for you. Okay. Um, love a quickie. So at the end of this episode, we see Sophia get her card from the BAU that they've all signed. Yeah. And she's got her $500 check. We all agree that yeah. Rossi could have pitched in another 500 Right. Um, but the date on the check 
is February 10th, 2010, which is the date the episode aired. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> Thank you. I That's thought a fun that you fact. would like that better than that. I didn't get any kind of reaction whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if they were going to pick a date, that's the date they'd pick. See, I was thinking that you would just pick the date that you shot it. Like, why would you think that much ahead? Like, I would just be like, oh, okay, we're shooting this today. What's today's date? And just, like, write it and just be done. Like, the fact that they were like, I would have wrote a silly date. date. Yeah, or wrote, wrote six like, nine nineteen sixty nine. Yeah, like, you picked totally random one. But someone had the forethought to be like, ooh. Date the check with the air date for this episode. <laughs> wow. What am I? My fun facts have never really fallen flat in the way that that one fell flat. I feel so ashamed. <laughs> I'm sure the audience will love it. Yeah, okay. Audience, everybody come to Kelsey's aid here. No. I don't want your pity. I don't want your fun fact pity. I'm sorry. I feel bad. Obviously, I need to work a little harder to Kelly. For another shoot a drop. <laughs> I told you it was a short one. <laughs> Listen, your fun facts don't always fall flat. They ne- I think that's I the first one that really has fallen. I was flat. gonna say. I was gonna say. I don't think the they only ever other time I was flat. disappointed was when you didn't have a Jason Alexander fun fact. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't you can't knock it out of the park every time. No, you can't. I tried though. <laughs> to be fair, I also had to find this fun fact in like five minutes before we. Started yeah, she recording. tech. We had to delay recording so that she could look it up. I just totally forgot. It's Toad the Wet Sprocket. <laughs> what a name. I was Isn't that really... it? Toad the Wet Sprocket? Isn't that something like a band? I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to take us on a tangent here and tell you about something I've been holding on telling you about till the podcast. Really? Because I really want the audience to hear your reaction. Oh, God. Guess what I'm into this week? Like, I've got found myself very into this thing recently. Just, Just this week, you're very into this thing. Like, I just figured out that I'm into it. Um, I really couldn't tell you. I don't know. Okay, I'm going to tell you. Okay. Hatchets. Hats? Hatchets. <laughs> you keep breaking up when you say it, and I can't. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did I break up a little bit? Yeah, the internet connection was so bad, and I couldn't understand what you said. <laughs> I said hatchets. Hatchets. Like little axes. <laughs> Why? Okay, so we have all this wood in our shed that we can't burn because it's like painted and tre- treated and stained and stuff. So we're slowly like sneaking it into the garbage by putting it into cardboard boxes because our uh-huh. garbage won't take construction debris, they say. Okay. So you just pretend it's other garbage. Yeah. Well, we've gotten through all the pieces we can break down by hand. So now I was like, oh, you know what? I need an axe <laughs> so I can axe the wood. <laughs> Do you not have so a then saw? I was- 
we have saws. Cassie's like, I'll just use my saw. And I was like, I want to axe it. I want to take oh a whack my with my God. hatchet. So then I was shopping for hatchets online. Oh, my God. And then I thought, wow, you know what I want? I want like an artisanal hatchet. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I looked those up and then I was like, no, you know what I really want? I want to restore an old hatchet. <laughs> So, (laughs) this keeps getting more ridiculous with every sentence that you say. So, I thought, could I restore a hatchet? It's a wooden handle. I know I could do that with the Uh skills I already have. And then I was like, how hard is it to restore the head? So, I Googled that. Not hard. You just need to, like, get the rust off and then sharpen it. So, I was like, I can do those things. Uh I sharpen my knives all the time. Um... So where does so one like, get a rusty hatchet well, from? So I went on to everybody's favorite site for buying shit, eBay. Uh-huh. I've never eBayed before. I had to make an account. Wow. The hatchet market is flourishing for old hatchets. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ranging from $1 up to like $200. Like the hatchet game is broad. And there's so many. You can buy just the head. You can get the whole thing. All different brands. So I figured out there's this brand that was called, bless you. No, she's yawning. I yawned. I'm sorry. (laughs) The brand is called Kelly Works. (gasps) No. Subtitle, The World's Best. Wow. So I was like, well, I need to bid on one of these. Yeah. And guess what? It's coming next Wednesday. I won. (laughs) A lot of competition or no? I think there were like six bids. Wow. I lost out on another one that I had bid on. Damn. Uh, I bid $1. It went up to a steep four. And I was like, too rich for my blood. (laughs) But that's because I knew I was winning the other hatchet. I was like, I'm only getting one hatchet here. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. So then yesterday while I was at my parents' house, I was telling them about how I want a hatchet as my birthday present from them. Because Cassie was like, why don't you have your parents buy you one for your birthday? And I was like, but that's you smart. Got my birthday's in a month. One. Well, shh. Hold on. <laughs> I hadn't won that. I just won that hatchet yesterday. Okay. After I got home from their house. Okay. And I had already picked out my, like, new hatchet. Like, unused. Uh-huh. I know what hatchet I want of those. Okay. The S-Wing Camper's Axe, 14 inches black amazing for those who are wondering well so i tell my parents that my dad's like there is a box of old hatchet heads in the in the shed like go take your pick what the fuck i know (laughs) so i was like a where did these come from b gladly (laughs) so then i scurry out to the shed in my parents backyard and my mom comes out because she's like you're not gonna know where to look classic mom and so yeah. we're like digging around in the shed. We can't find them. Turns out my oldest brother had taken them. The saga <laughs> continues. The saga continues. So my mom finds this one that's not an antique, but it was one my dad wasn't using. So I was like, yeah, I'll take this one, whatever. And then my oldest brother's like, I think some of the other hatchets are in the basement. This story is really winding for no reason. So I go into the basement. And I find this be- this beauty. It's a craftsman brand hatchet. Uh-huh. 
So that's a good brand, you know. Everybody knows Craftsman. Sure. <laughs> and it's all like rust. Like it looks like it needs some love. So I was like, this is yeah. my hatchet. That's perfect. Beautiful old leather cover on it, on sheath. So I take it upstairs. I'm like, Dad, what's the story on this hatchet? Like, I didn't want to just take my dad's hatchet. So I was like, what's the story on this hatchet? It's a family heirloom. Wow. And by family heirloom, I mean it was my pap's hatchet that he kept in his truck. And I was like, I thought it was my dad's dad's hatchet. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm really telling a story like an idiot right now. (laughs) It was not. Because I would have felt bad taking his dad's hatchet, but it was my mom's dad's hatchet. And I was like, let me take this bad boy. I'm going to hatchet up some fucking wood. So I have two hatchets for my parents' house, plus the Kelly Works hatchet coming to me next week. Giving- Did you freeze or are you just no. looking at me? I-, I was giving you the reaction that you gave me to my fun fact because that... That story lost its impact about <laughs> 10 minutes in. Hatchets, man. So the takeaway is that you went from zero, having zero hatchets to three hatchets. To three. Yeah, my wife's not happy about it. <laughs> Honestly, of all of the details of that story, that tracks the most, which is that Cassie's just like... Fuck this! You didn't She's need like, three. Why do we need three? Just me taking two out of my parents' house yesterday. She goes, "Why do we need both of those?" And I was like, "Well, you never know." And then I felt bad for taking the one that like is not a family heirloom. I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna restore. I'm gonna like clean up this blade and give it back to my dad as like a beautiful gift." I, you know, yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't sound like Dave cares about the hatchets at all if they've just been sitting no, there. No, he has his, like, nice-ass hatchet that lives with his camping gear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Steve Dude, loves- I also found this giant-ass fireman's axe in our basement. That's and I was weird. like, why do we need this? No one in our family was a fireman. Yeah, well, sometimes you need a bigger axe than a hatchet. a long line of engineers, not firemen. <laughs> The master's family doesn't run into fires. <laughs> no, they just start them and watch we don't them. run anywhere. We don't run True. anywhere. Oh my god! Earlier we were facetiming with my niece and nephew, and Jackson says to us, "He goes, there's a fire at your house." What? And we were like, "Pardon me, that's so scary." He was referencing the fact that we had a bonfire the last time he was oh. here. But it sounded like it was, like, threatening us. Yeah. Like a creepy like, little kid being like, there's a fire, a fire at your house. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's that two-year-old know that I know? Well, that was a wild ride about the hatchets. I'm sorry if we lost subscribers due to that hatchet story. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. <laughs> um, I hope that your restoration efforts go well. I'll keep you posted. You know I will. And then, uh, yeah. And then I hope you'll see it on my Instagram story. I hope your wood hacking goes well. I'm so excited for hatching some wood. I mean, good for you. Life is. I'm gonna get to our. Yeah. Yeah. What else can I hatch it? Cassie's very worried about me, like hatching, hatcheting off my thumb. Yeah, that would be a concern. I could see the the last season of Alone. We watched some lady had to go home in like the first week because she had cut a tendon in her hand with her hatchet. So I think that's just fresh in Cassie's memory. Ugh. 
Yeah, she can't lift her thumb now. Oh. Yeah. Ew. I need to talk about something else other than that. Uh, <laughs> well, if you're still listening, <laughs> thank after you for all of that. Thank, thank you, you for, for supporting being here. supporting my pear talk, my hatchet yeah. talk, and Kelsey's fun fact. Listen, I don't feel like it was that bad of a fun fact. I think that your bar is too high. But the bar can never be too high, Kelsey. Okay. You got to <laughs> You got to keep competing against yourself, Kelsey. You're right, you're right. What's the will, cheerleader in you say? <laughs> I will try to do better next time. Yeah. Um you well, will. thank you I won't for talk being about here. hatchets next time. Oh, thank Christ. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here today. Um sticking around through all of this nonsense. Uh, we will be back next week with a whole new episode of The Unknown Subject. In the meantime, you can follow us on all those social medias. You guys know the drill. There's yeah. Twitter, at Unknown Sub Pod. There's Instagram, at The Unknown Subject Podcast. Yeah. You can follow us on Patreon. And we post on there sometimes. sometimes. Hey, I watched, uh, I watched Don't Fuck With Cats. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't necessarily think we should make an episode of it. I'm not going to make you watch it. I was going to say, based on what you described, I really don't have any desire to watch it. I mean, if you like true crime, crime docu-series, you probably would be entertained. But it, if you know anything about that particular crime, uh, it's Luca Magnata. Um, you know enough. You don't need to watch you it. You know. If you know, you know. <sighs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can follow us there. There's always fun fun stuff happening over on Instagram. We're just racking up the followers left and right. Oh. Uh Facebook Facebook has slowed down a little bit. Facebook. Facebook. We had a hot um, week last week. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, a little bit. A little bit. Uh but yeah. Thank you for being here. We'll thank be back next you week. for being here today. <sighs> and on that note, <laughs> as they say, when they catch the unsub, it's, it's over. over.